Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, 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 everyone, right back here this Monday evening on Blog Talk USA Radio, Marvelous Monday, and it is certainly a marvelous Monday. So happy to be right back here again today, and we had an amazing, amazing weekend, but before we get into that and talk about what all went on over the weekend Let me just say that I have to find out uh, who all is on with us tonight, and let me give a report that uh, Mr. Arthur, and we want to say congratulations to Mr. Arthur on 117 years of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. They're celebrating their anniversary today of 117 years, and Congratulations to Mr. Arthur, who has been in the organization for almost 50 years of great service to this country. Uh, Mr. Arthur became an AFIA man, is what we call him, uh, when he was an undergraduate at Texas A&M University Commerce. And uh, so they're celebrating 117 years. So we're very proud of the work 1906, I believe. It's when it was established. That is my fraternity brother. And so we're so happy and very, very proud of the great work that our uh, fraternity brothers have done uh, for this country, uh, from East Texas to North Texas to all over Texas to all over the nation and into other countries they are established. And so he will be on a little bit later on. They're celebrating. He should be on around about 830 uh, tonight. And so, and then, of course, our engineer, Miss Rihanna, will not be on with us tonight. So, uh, so I'm at the wheel for engineering. And, you know, that's not my forte. That's not my skill. But we'll carry us to where we need to be. So let's find out who's there. I want to find out if uh, Pastor Cooper is there or if uh, Dr. Hagney is there or uh, Dr. Carr is there. If any one of you are there, just let me know by giving me a shout-out to say, yes, I'm here, uh, Dr. McKellar, and uh, we'll move on. Uh, so, Dr. Hagney, are you there? Dr. Carr, are you there? Dr. Uh, Pastor Cooper, Dr. are you there? Dr. Carr <laughs> will be there? on in about 10 – Dr. Carr will be on in about 10 minutes. Oh, um, okay, Miss. Okay, very good. All right. Thank you so much for that. Uh, So we have our lines open. We thought that we would actually have uh, uh, Dr. Russ Court on with us. Uh, He has been nonstop here in East Texas uh, doing some amazing work, and so we just appreciate uh, what he's doing. Uh, here in East Texas. And so thank you, Ms. Rihanna, uh, for that update. Yes, Dr. Carr says uh, he'll be on, he'll be home in about 10 minutes, and so he'll get a front row center there. And so um, so I'm it for right now. So I'm just going to give a quick little update on what went on this past um, 
a few days and over the weekend. But let me also say, um, give a shout out to my grandson who played an amazing game for the first half of the game on Friday night. They ended up, their scores were like 60-something, Miss Rihanna, all the way. I think the other team got 20-something, and uh, our guys got 60-some points. But on the on the, sec, the end, toward the end of the second quarter, um, the other team threw the ball downfield, uh, trying to get it over to one of his guys so that he could take it across the uh, finish line to make a touchdown. Well, that didn't happen because my grandson went after him, uh, and so he reached to catch the ball, and unfortunately he broke his uh, finger, middle finger on the left hand. Oh, yes. And so we were sad about it because that meant that he could no longer play in the second half. He was a little. He was in a lot of pain during that Friday night. They did splint him and wrap him, but I think maybe he was wrapped a little bit too tight because he was he was in a lot of pain all during that night. And so the next morning on Saturday morning, uh, Miss Rihanna, they carried him to the emergency room, and so they did put the splint on and everything. And uh, so he went back this morning. And so when he went back this morning, he did get cast up halfway down his arm. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to play uh, this Friday. We will be in Allen, Texas. That's the North North Dallas area, the northern mm-hmm. part of uh, Dallas. And so, um, so he'll be there. Uh, and I don't know if he's going to get to play or not. But uh, sometimes they say oh. they do allow them to play in a cast. But he's feeling so much better and went to school uh, today. And so, uh, so he's moving right along. He's a tough guy. So, but okay. in the meantime, that's what happened. But so next we're playing, um, and I'm not sure who we're playing. Oh, I do. I am sure we're playing South Lake, and you're familiar with South Lake, Miss Rihanna. Uh, I am. Of, uh, yes, the west side of the uh, of the city, uh, of mm-hmm. the Metroplex. And so we're pl- and then this is the final district game, and then the next game will be the big state championship. So we're really prepped for that. He will. Uh, will be feeling uh, fine and be able to do some playing in that final in that state championship. And let me also yeah. share that this past week, last week, another university was looking at him, and that university is called Purdue. So Purdue University. So now there's oh five university. I know it gets more <laughs> exciting and more and more exciting uh, yes, each and every week. So we're so proud of that. Uh, DeSoto High School, and we're proud of Duncanville High School. And then there was about three or four uh, East Texas schools that are in the uh, playoffs as well. I believe Longview Longview lost, uh, maybe it was uh, Carthage. Yeah, Carthage, Texas lost to Garrison, Texas. And so they're out of the um, playoffs now. But these, these young people, you know Texas is big for football. I mean, that Texas high school football is amazing. (laughs) How people just love it. And, Miss Rihanna, they were packed in that stadium out there. It was pretty cold, but once you got all those bodies in there, you couldn't couldn't tell. It's never too cold for football. (laughs) And there you go. You're absolutely correct. It's just a fun thing to do in Texas. So we look forward to going back on this coming Friday night. 
And so, and the other thing, so after after all that was complete, uh, and uh, let's see, and then we uh, we had what we call Dr. Carr. Are you there? I'm here. Good Dr. evening. Carr? Good evening. Hello. Oh, you're a friend. It's great to have you right there. How are you doing, Dr. Carr? I'm doing quite well. It's good to be back. Yes, sir, and it's great to have you back. And so we'll, yeah. we'll ask you that once we once I finish giving my little report, we're going to ask you for an update on on the campaign and how things are looking. But on on uh, Friday night, or this weekend period, was the uh, Texas Coalition of Black Democrats uh, annual meeting. So that Friday night was the gala. And obviously, I did not attend that, but I was able to connect up with some of the uh, friends and things a little later on after the game was over. And then on Saturday morning was our uh, our annual meeting, and that was at Collin County uh, Community College there in Frisco. And then at 12 noon was the luncheon put on by Annie's List. And for those of you that don't know Annie's List, that is the uh, organization that gives money to women uh, who are running for public office, in particularly in Texas. But the keynote speaker uh, for that event, uh, Ms. Sian and Dr. Carr, was, um, was a young lady out of uh, Delaware who is one of our congresswomen that is running for the Senate there and so that she was amazing. She was an amazing speaker. And then after that, there was a big fundraiser for her at uh, at one of the family members. Uh, well, really not her family members, but one one of the dear friends that a great uh, political advocate there in Dallas, Texas, had in their beautiful home there uh, in the Oak Cliff area. And uh, so they, I think they raised something like about $55,000 for her uh, because, as you know, yes, isn't that amazing? So (laughs) we want to make sure, we want to make sure, Dr. Dr. Carr, that you get those funds in there Mm -hmm. to get started. We need to get started immediately, if not sooner, in raising uh, funds for you so that you can take on that task. Um, and then we t- I, I actually did a little bit of campaigning myself on, on what my goals and my objectives are for 25. So uh, so it's all about the Benjamins, right, of getting those Absolutely. funds in so that you're able to buy your funds and get all the things that, that you need in order to uh, to be able to be uh, successful. So we want to we make that happen really, really, really quickly. But they did outstanding in raising funds for her. Uh, yes, Miss Rihanna, uh, raising funds for her. I, th- I think that I have online with us, Dr. Carr, I want to switch gears a little bit, but I believe Absolutely. I have one of my dear, dear friends, and she's a, a veteran, uh, uh, Air Force, and so her number is showing up. Miss Rihanna is letting me know that her number is showing up, so I'm going to ask her if she's there uh, to say hello to us, uh, and, and I believe that's Miss Cheryl. Miss Cheryl, are you there? If you're there, Miss Cheryl, say hello to us or say something to us. You can press. Are you there? That line's open. That line. Okay. Okay. Miss Cheryl, are you there? The two one four six six three number. Is that you, Miss Cheryl? 
Okay. I'm one of the uh, friends of Mr. Arthur. I'm Diana Campbell. I'm not Miss Cheryl. Oh, I just want okay. to. I just didn't want to, to, to misdirect anybody, but no, I, I'm I'm a, a listener and I really appreciate okay. you acknowledging me. Oh, absolutely. Thank, you. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. And you can always join in on our conversation a little bit later after we, we play catch up and put all of our announcements and everything out there. But I just, I, um, and thank you for joining in with us. And of course, Mr. Arthur will be in a little bit later on. But, but Dr. Carr, what I wanted to share with you is the message that she brought to us on, uh, on Saturday uh, after uh, midday for the luncheon. There were so many people there. We were at the uh, Sheraton downtown Dallas. And so um, it, it was beautiful uh, to be there to hear her message and share with her her experience, and so she was one of the ones, if you'll remember hearing people talk about the person, the woman that led the prayer on January the 6th when uh, the insurrectionists invaded uh, the uh, Capitol. And so she, she was, and she's, she's not a, a minister or anything like that. She just was, uh, was in her spirited way that she wanted people to be relaxed and she knew that God was going to take care of them, she said. So uh, she just said to everybody, just join hands and, uh, and let's have prayer uh, because uh, we know that God is going to see us through these difficult times right at the moment that they were dealing with. So she, I don't know if you remember hearing anything about the lady that led the prayer that when they were all uh, those that were in certain areas, they were not all in the same area, I don't believe, but in the area where she was, she began, uh, she began to pray and say, let's, wow. let's just turn everything over to God. He is going to protect oh us. He's going to, protect, yes, take care of us. And so one of the um, other, sen- one of our state senators, excuse me, strike that, one of our U.S. senators from Texas was there. And so she spoke first and she talked about how when um, this congresswoman said her prayer, have everybody to join hands together that it was just, and, and I'll share with you what her name is, uh, Congresswoman Lisa Blunt Rochester. And okay. so they said, after in, from out of Delaware, she is the first black to be elected from out of Delaware. The whole, st- the whole state of well, Delaware for this whole 21st century. Can you believe that in the 21st century they had not had a person of color to be elected prior to 2016? She came in when uh, Vice President Kamala Harris came in to office. So she talked about her journey and she talked about the scarf that she carries with her that has, uh, has a uh, signature, which of her father, her grandfather, I'm sorry, her grandfather actually uh, getting the first opportunity to vote. And how about he couldn't read, couldn't write. So the signature wow. was an X an X. And so she made this into a scarf and she carries it everywhere she goes. 
And she said, this is my security blanket. This is my encouragement. This is my, my encouragement to keep working for my grandfather and the greater good of all of those who don't have a voice. And even for those who have a voice, she said, I'm here to work for them. It was, a, it was beautiful. But that's her name. So Absolutely. That was the yes. It was just an outstanding uh, weekend, and they got new officers for the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, and so it was it was a busy and exciting weekend. Even though my grandson got his finger broken, and I'm not sure how oh. that's going to all turn out. Yes, I don't know if you know this. He was catching the ball, trying. Well, actually, the other team had the ball, Dr. Carr. And so mm-hmm. the quarterback threw the ball downfield to try to get it over to the touchdown line, obviously. And so my grandson ran down to try to catch the ball and take down the person that that he was that the quarterback was throwing the ball to. And when he reached up to catch the ball, it hit his finger and broke it. So he was in oh, a man. lot of pain on yeah, a lot of pain on Saturday. Um, excuse me, on Friday night. So on Saturday morning, they carried him to the emergency room. They just iced it down and took him out of the game. At the, that was the, around the end of the second quarter. First, yeah, second quarter. And so then on Saturday morning, they carried him to the emergency room and they wrapped it and everything. And then this morning is when he got the cast put on. So he's got a cast halfway down his arm, and it was oh. the left. The left, he's right-handed, and so it was the left, it left hand, and it was the index finger. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I've I've heard that they sometimes play in a cast. So they do. I don't know. Sometimes they do. Do they? Right. Okay. Sometimes okay. they do. Okay. They do. Well, yeah, right. I've seen it many, well, many this, times. Is that right? Okay, then. Well, this coming Friday will be the final district game, and then the next week would be the uh, state championship. So we Good. certainly hope he's able to. And then I also shared with Miss Liana that uh, Purdue University looked at him this past week. So it's time for us to kind of decide which direction that we're going to go into, where he's going to go <laughs> to where he's going to go to college. So we'll we'll see what happens. So bring us up to date on the uh, on the campaign and uh, how things are looking for you down that way, and where where are we now? Go right ahead. Well, uh, First, I'm glad to be back uh, in step uh, with the program. Uh, you yes, can sir. call me overwhelmed. Uh, <laughs> as of uh, November 13th, uh, I got a call from the uh, gubernatorial uh, candidate last time around, Chris Jones, and we talked for a, a good while about who I am and what I do and what I didn't have time for. Uh, yes, following that conversation, <laughs> I happened to pick up my own book, looked at page 55 where I had forgotten that I had written myself that we cannot turn a blind eye to politics. We have to get involved. So on November 14th, I was in Arkansas at the Rotunda building filing uh, for the uh, U.S. House (laughs) District 97, which is my And uh, right beyond that, the campaign, I guess, started as soon as three people from the people from the Associated Press, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, were in my face with microphones and asking questions, and I was not ready for that. So y'all should have warned me about that. that So I'm 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 overwhelmed. 
Uh, we're on our way to Little Rock this Friday night, the uh, departing gathering at uh, the Mosaic Temple in Little Rock, Arkansas, where I'll be meeting the, uh, the uh, Black Caucus there, and we'll be sharing strategic ideas of how to put the campaign together. And I got a big binder go. filled with forms <laughs> and documents and line yeah. items and steps to take to get the campaign on the way. So thank God for this program. And you, Dr. McKellar, because now I'll have a resource. I'll have someone I can call and ask, how do I do this? Because that's about Absolutely. where I am right now, <laughs> needing to learn the process so that I can potentially yes, you know, be a help to my people. So that's uh, the campaign is underway, and I'll be at a yes. meeting uh, tomorrow being introduced uh, to what my aspirations are. I'll be at another location on Monday night in Magnolia, Arkansas, and uh, this coming Saturday in Little Rock. So I didn't think that I'd be this busy this fast, but, you know, it's like a snap of a finger, and so here we are. So I'm going to need a lot of help from you guys uh, as far as how to organize, strategize, and uh, fundraise for this effort. Uh, I can only think about what Ms. Fannie Lou Hamer said. She said, you can pray (laughs) until you faint. But if you don't get up and try to do something, God's not going to put it in your lap. So I'm operating off of that premise that I'm getting up to try to do something. And in my efforts, perhaps one of my grandchildren or your grandchildren will become governor of Arkansas because of my efforts to move forward. So that's what we are. And, uh, again, I'm going to need much help. So get ready for me to blow up your emails and your telephones because there you I'll be go. calling. I will be calling. And, 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 they're, wait, and they're, waiting. they're waiting for you. And let me just tell you, you are absolutely correct. It's an immediate. Now, a couple of questions that I do have of you, and one is um, how many counties is in District 96? There, my, my, my county, Union County, my, I'm, I'm running for District 97. And District 97 is predominantly El Dorado, the city that I live in. And there are some adjacent okay. cities that are uh, District 96. And there's another African-American minister who is running for uh, the position for District 96. So I don't feel so all alone. So out of the 75 counties in Arkansas, uh, 97 okay. basically is where I live. So my work and my energy will be expended in the general vicinity where I live. So, you, so are you telling me that there's only one county in District 97? There's got to be more what than one. I can, from what I can see, we have one county in District 97 wow. and a lot of uh, adjacent counties around it, yes, around about some adjacent counties. So, yes, so there is so more some than the learning one county. Process. Okay, there yeah. ha- okay, I'm going to tell you, uh, you're, um, you're in 96, did you say? 97. 97. I don't know why I keep having 96 on my brain. Right, so I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Google how many yeah, counties. Yes, Google. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> many, I forgot counties, to ask Google. <laughs> okay. Are in district. District 97. In 97 of Arkansas. 97. Okay. Uh, in Arkansas. Okay, let me see what it tells me. Okay. Oops. Well, I just actually 
deleted it out before I can get it in there. My goodness. Okay, there it is. Okay, now I got it back. Okay, so let me see. Who are the representatives? How many districts are in, we're not in the whole state? Okay, let me back up here and see how many is in. Okay, who are the four representatives of Arkansas? Arkansas is really small. Okay, it's really small, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yes. Is it? Okay. Um, it's not telling me. Uh, it says current members. The first district is Rick Crawford. The second district, do you know who uh, the um, incumbent is in that district right now? Yes, I do. There's a the Steve Womack and a Bruce Weatherman. Steve Shepard is the incumbent. Matthew Shepard is the incumbent. And he's on the mm-hmm. other ticket? Okay. Yes. How many counties are in District 97 in Arkansas? Let's see. District, let me see. Do something differently. Um, okay, it says seven. Does that sound about right? Uh, I'll take your word for it through Google. Hey, well, that's this. That's what it's saying. Um, okay. Let me uh, ask you this question, and this is this is my suggestion, and that is okay. to find you a campaign school. Uh, somewhere around there, I know that there is a campaign school that's covered, and they're okay. very prevalent right now. So when you when uh, you can ask your group, the uh, uh, Black Democrats or whomever that you're going to see, the Black Caucus, or you're going to see when you go down to you said Little Rock is where you're going to be going. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they will know how to guide you on that. I, I recommend that for everybody, and I and I tell this to everyone. When I got ready to run for Congress, uh, of course, you know, when I got ready to run for Congress, I did go back to school because it had been a long time since I had sat in mm-hmm. government class and all of that. So I did go back and get some degrees in political science, but that's that's not even that's not necessary. But I see the campaign schools are very necessary because that tells you exactly how to run a campaign. And you already have, you already have your campaign manager and you already have your treasurer, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you've already filed your paperwork and for your, your, for us to to send you money because that's really important for us to start, start working on doing that. And there's all kinds of ways that we can, we can, we can go on, we can have a campaign, uh, party online and uh, just okay. do all kinds of things. And that, that can be some of the things that we as uh, back here in Texas that can do, even though we may not be able to go and attend some of the uh, campaign uh, uh, fundraisers that just think about this, the lady that came all the way to Texas because Texas has so much money. It's unbelievable. People come in and take our money mm-hmm. and take it out to their areas, you know? So, um, so that's how Miss Lisa, Blount Rochester got to Texas. Oh. Uh, she they raised fifty two thousand dollars for her Saturday afternoon. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, these that's were amazing. heavy hitters. These wow. and let me tell you, Doctor Carr, these were heavy hitters. We were in a beautiful home of uh, some one that their last names are Black, and they're they are Black. And um, and so it was, it was, 
is big businessman, <laughs> well-known politically in the metro, uh, Metroplex, got lots of money, and obviously brought in people with lots of money uh, that was invited to come in. And then this uh, this poor girl right here was invited to come, <laughs> come okay. in. All right. <laughs> and, but at any rate, uh, they were. It was amazing. Those people were spitting out that cash and those cards like you would not believe. When they believe in you what? and see that your message and resonates, because the one thing that I can say to you is that even though you are representing, you will be representing Arkansas, but you really will be representing the United States of America. You will be representing us in Texas and all the other states in the union. So therefore, we're always going to be looking for people who have who are going to be able to do the greater good for America because you will be representing America. So, I see. Uh, I hadn't so thought it of it that us, way. Well, absolutely. So it behooves us to make sure that you get elected because we know that you're going to be fighting for the greater good of this country. Period. Yes. You want to make yes. sure that we have great. And I don't know what your your three things are that you, you're going to focus on, um, but whatever those three things are, I'm sure that it's things that we want to see happen uh, in this country. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue great education, mm-hmm. great health care, and, Absolutely. and the, everything that's on the federal level for the greater good of humanity. And so, and I, and yes. I, I tell people I, I'm not, I, I, I wasn't here to, to campaign to legislate morality, God had already legislated that, so I didn't. He didn't need me to help him do his job. He's already done it. So what I was there for was to legislate laws such as health care, great health care, great education, uh, great economic growth for everybody, not just for some, mm-hmm. but for everybody. So whatever your um, your three point, and I, and I always suggest to people just find you good. A good three pointers that you know that you are interested in, and that you okay. would be. Of course, awesome. obviously, one of mine was was uh, benefits for veterans and healthcare. Mm-hmm. I'm a healthcare. I was a healthcare provider, so obviously, I was interested in great healthcare, and then bringing down the cost of education, because I hated mm-hmm. to see students graduate from college owing, owing a debt that was astronomical. So we have great health care, we have great education, it's just too pricey. And so so affordable health care was big for me, affordable education was big for me, and uh, veterans' benefits were big for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So find whatever that, and I know you have a lot of interests, like we all do, but -hmm. but we have to pick, pick some that you can narrow down, right? Yes, yes, I, I, so yes. people would ask me all kinds of questions, but I'd take them right back to to what was really uh, um, my passion, the three this things that really was my passion. This is really helpful to hear it placed this way. I can go back to my passion from some person's exactly. question that takes me away exactly. from my intent and my purpose. Exactly, okay. because people right. will do that. Of, on purpose, um, they would yes. do that. That's why I, I said I mentioned that I I said to in one of my my uh, presentations to an organization, a Republican organization, that I was not there to legislate morality. That God mm-hmm. had already done that. So I was there to take care of what I know that I could have an impact on, and those were the three things. And yes. then I go back 
go back to those three things that uh, yeah. that really that I was really, really wanting to make that change. But, you know, I, I, you, you can't see down the road. And so, um, so that's why God just guides you and directs you. And you, sometimes you don't even know that that's happening. And so I, so my mission is, is a little different now, but I will always be interested in mm-hmm. everything on the federal level, even though I work yeah. local in, in the local government. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do understand. So, right. I'm right. glad to mention so that we're because Mr. Arthur and I, we've had a conversation or two about that since my filing, and he uh, basically enunciated the same directive that you did. Pick three things right. that uh, you're going to right. make your uh, campaign about yes, and sir. stay with yes, that sir. and learn how to right. talk the language that you need to talk. He said to me, That's answer it. the questions and stop right mm-hmm. there. When you get That's a question, it. answer it, it and stop. <laughs> So, again, yes. just hearing this and what he's told me before makes me feel yes. at least energized to be That's prepared right. to That's learn right. enough to make it through the campaign. So just be ready Absolutely. to hear from me uh, at all wonderful. times. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we look forward yeah. to that. We really do. Okay. So, all right. Okay. All right. So a lot of things are going on uh, in our nation uh, today. We know that um, – that uh, Liz Cheney, she's big in the news uh, now uh, with her and talking about uh, uh, Trump's efforts to overturn uh, the 2020 election. And the, the, the one thing that I could say about her, and I, I know that, that she voted a lot uh, toward uh, some of the things mm-hmm. that happened in that past administration, uh, but people do politically, if they are part of a, a particular party, they're going to go across their party, go with their party lines. And, and I get that. But when, but when it came to the point where she saw that, that the overturning of a bona fide election was taking place, that's when she stepped back. And so mm-hmm. when I said, and I say this to Mr. Arthur a lot, uh, that when we learn better on issues, we do better. And so, um, so I, I, I wasn't here to fault her on the uh, manner in which she, she voted with her party, because that's mm-hmm. what people do. They vote with their parties, right. you know, and, uh, and, and we have outline of, of, of things that parties believe in. And, and let's face it, we have a two-party system in this country. Even that though people true. may say, well, I'm an independent or whatever, right. but if you look around at 435 uh, positions of Congress there in mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. Uh, tell me which one you see that says uh, I represent independent. Uh, you may have one. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You may have one. Yeah. <laughs> so, dominated by so the we big two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. The big, the big two. two. And, it's, it's, yeah. and it's, going to, it's probably going to always be the big two. Because that, I, think so. I mean, it's probably going to, yes, absolutely. So, so. Um, so people vote according to their party lines. But the one thing that, that she saw, and she saw that there was a dishonesty there, and she was not going to go along with that. She came from a, a, a pretty good background, and uh, as we know, her father was, was in office uh, for a long time, and and help to run this country, but I respect the fact that she says no. I'm 
I'm not going along with wrongdoing. That mm-hmm. the pres- Joe Biden is the president of the United States, and that's yes, the bottom line. Yes. And so we—that's the bottom. We have to accept that. And so, uh, so she's big in the news now, and, uh, and and she probably will never be able to hold office uh, in her with her party ever again. Doesn't mean that she's even going to try to switch parties. She's just trying to make sure that the right things happen in this country, and that that what our ancestors worked for that we may yes. be able to have, that that will continue. And so we that's can that. respect the politician who takes that, uh, that point of view about what is right and what is wrong, what's about you know, illegal and illegal, immoral, and what is moral. So I respect her. I respect her position on the party. I respect her voting uh, with the party when she did. But the thing yes. that really stands out to me most about Ms. Cheney is that when January 6th, came about, she said no. Yes. No. That's very she good. Said no. She, she said, said no. She absolutely said no. No. Yeah, no. That's right. I'm not she's not going down that road. You're you're one hundred percent. You're one hundred percent correct. Let's see. Miss Rihanna was sending us a message. There's a a four oh seven number. I, I'm not sure who that number is, four oh seven five seven nine number uh is on. If that person uh is there would you like to to uh, make an announcement or say who you are, the four hundred seven yes. uh, area code? Go ahead. Yes. My name okay. is Nathan in Orlando. Oh, Nathan in Orlando, great. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about Orlando. Or let's talk about Florida a little bit. Florida. What's going on? <laughs> yes, down there in your territory, your neck of the woods. Uh, can you bring us up to date on what's going on in Florida? Uh, well, the and only thanks, thing and I'm for following in and listening. Okay, go ahead. Okay, the, the only thing I'm thinking, I'm not following a lot of what's going on. What I'm thinking, uh, and it brought up when you your conversation brought this up on the the two party system. Um, I don't know if you've <laughs> read or you're familiar with the Constitution, but there is no two party system in the Constitution. There's no electoral college. There's electors that the citizens vote for. I'll give you a quick one. Uh, the 24th Amendment says the right of citizens to vote in any primary shall not be denied or abridged by the United States, but it says shall the, the, the right of citizens to vote in any primary for president and for vice president and for electors of president and vice president. And we've gotten away from, we've gotten into the two-party system, but we've gotten away from what does the Constitution say. And that's pretty much, mm-hmm. I was a Republican from 2000 to 2000, from 1978 to 2004, got my first mm-hmm. computer and I went through the uh, uh through the uh, Republicans' uh, vote record and saw that there really is no difference between the two parties, and I switched to independent or no-party affiliates called in Florida. And I, I've stayed with voting for basically citizen candidates because, um, you know, my, my right to vote in the, in, the, in the primaries has been if – you're, if you're not a Republican or a Democrat, you, 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 you've lost your right to vote in the primary, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's in there. And it's repeated – in the 14th, Section 2, and again in, in Section 3 of the 14th. So uh, it's in the beginning of the Constitution, and the 12th Amendment is repeated over and over. So 
Well, our two-party system is basically like it is a two-party system. The two parties, remember back here recently, Trump, they were saying that anybody that is going to vote, you know, run, run as president, they can't get on the stage uh, as a candidate for president unless they sign a, 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 a oath that they will support whoever the party picks. Well, the party, the, the, the election, the presidential election is not about the political parties. It's about the people. If you read the right. Constitution, Wait, and I'll hang up on okay, this. I'm, oh, no, no, you don't have to hang up. I'm going to jump in. Uh, and so what my comment, and it still remains the same, is that if you look at the 400, and even if you look at 435 people elected in Congress plus 100 senators that are elected uh, in our country, which means that's 535 people, you're going to find them there either Republicans or Democrats. And that's what we were, that's what we were saying is that you don't have anybody that on their party line up there in Washington, D.C. that says, I'm an independent. They're either part of that two-party system that we're talking about, whether and, and there's a lot of things in the Constitution that we can discuss uh, because, the, because the Constitution uh, said that there was slavery at some point in time during the Constitution. That's still in there. So, uh, so there's a lot of things that's in the Constitution that's probably not being complied with. But I still say if you look at every single person that's there in Washington, D.C., they're either Democrats are Republican, and that's what people mean when they say we have a two-party system, because those are the people who are holding those offices uh, in in uh, this country. Yeah, but we make an oath. But a, we make an oath. We make an oath to the Constitution, not the two parties. Uh, no, and there I is say no two-party political I, system. I, I, we got a two-party system, but it is not in the Constitution, and that's what and we make that. an oath. And we are, and we understand that. We understand that. That's what I said. We understand that. But still, if you look at those people there that hold the office in Washington, D.C., they're either Democrat or they're Republican. And, uh, and there are some things still in the Constitution that, that was written long ago that should not be, uh, but they're still in the Constitution. That's why a lot of people yeah, say that they they want to get yes, they want to amend or they want to get rid of it and start all over again. So if you talk, if you're going to talk about a younger generation, Generation X, I would say they're saying get rid of the Constitution. Period. They're saying get rid of the Electoral College. Period. They want to get rid of all of that and just go with the vote of the people. But thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate. Uh, your comments very Thank much. You. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. How you, how you one, doing? one of these days, yeah, one of the, oh, hey, Mr. Arthur, how are you doing? Hello there. Hello there. Fine, fine. We, we, yes, we've given you, we've given you all kinds of props tonight, Mr. Arthur, about, <laughs> yeah, uh, about your, yes, congratulations to you and your 117 years of doing great service to this country. We appreciate the work that you all, and Mr. Arthur, almost 50 years for Mr. Arthur and his fraternity, and they do great work with working with and mentoring young boys. Uh, in this country to make sure that they keep them on the right track to do the uh, right oh, thing. Oh, I need to go back As out. In other words, keep it. <laughs> and keep talking about you, right? <laughs> 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 Mr. Arthur was, 
Yes, Ms. Brown was initiated at Texas A&M University Commerce uh, almost 50 years ago. Wow. And so that's a long time to, to yeah. be a part of an amazing organization, and we I'm really great. appreciate the work that, that he is doing. We had a little bit of, yeah, Well, we have Dr. Carr. We're so happy to have Dr. Carr. He's given us an update, uh, Mr. Arthur, and he Dr. talked about uh, the, great, the, the great comments that you have uh, given to him, the guidance and direction on him running for that seat. I know he's going to do amazing work, and we appreciate him. We talked about the fact that we have a two-party system in this country, our last caller that was on with us, and we appreciate his comments and all of that. But I stand by the fact that, that if you look at the, the 535 people who are representing this country in Washington, D.C., they actually have an R beside their name or a D beside their name, whether the Constitution says it or not. And then, of course, we said also there are some things in the Constitution, when the Constitution was written, black people were two-thirds uh, human beings. So, uh, no, three-fifths. So three-fifths. Three I'm sorry. Three-fifths no, three human beings. Thank you. Fifths. Thank you for that. Three-fifths human beings. So, therefore, some people say, forget the Constitution and throw it away. And then some people say, forget the Electoral College and throw it away. So, uh, so there are a lot of things in the Constitution that I don't accept and I don't embrace. Absolutely. But, but I do know but I do know this much. I know who's in Washington D C and I know if they have an R beside their name or a D beside their name. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not and, and you don't see any independence or I or or whatever you want to call it. It's just not there. It's just not there. But go ahead, mm. gentlemen. Go ahead. Mr. Arthur, you have some comments. No, 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 uh, 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 no. I, I did a I did a press conference today with uh, Channel Five. I think I told you about it. And so yes, basically, uh, next year bring, us, bring a, us up to date. Yeah, yeah in, uh, in that we got a, we got a street called Ledbetter and Buckner here in Dallas. Yes, sir. Quite and, familiar. And, 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 and the north of, yeah, in northern and the northern ordinary amount of people been getting killed on it. So in, in 2019, it came up with a. Some kind of project called Zero something, you know, to try to stop all that. But since that time, 218 more people have died. Oh. Let me stretch the road on the highway. And so basically, wow. so I've been composing because one of my uh, aunties, she got killed about three weeks ago uh, over that. Uh, and I'm so sorry so to hear that. Did not know. Uh, yeah, so I'm there with them. Yeah, so, so tell five, um, and, I, and I did some stuff there before. So they're going to work with me on that. And they also work with me on, uh, 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 you know, State Fair of Texas, uh, that whole, you know, that whole Confederate thing out there. The, uh, they, they call okay. it the, the, the uh, European Empire when they did that program out there. But anyway, they're going to work with me on that. So I, I got some exciting things we're going to be doing next year to appreciate uh, people. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. We, we appreciate that very much. So we were trying to catch up, Mr. Arthur, on what's going on in the country. And our our, um, our special guest that was on with us a, a little while ago brought us up to date on a few things that are going on in uh, in, Flor- in Florida. And uh, we, we were talking about, Dr. Uh, Carr and I were talking about the fact that Liz Cheney uh, just backed up, even though we may not agree with all the ways that she has um, has been voting, 
And then we talked about mm-hmm. that people do vote again, uh, according to party lines. Uh, I didn't say everybody. I said some people do according to what um, what what uh, their rules and regulations and their status is and what they believe in according to their parties, whether it's Democrat or Republican. And, and our, our past person uh, said that he was at one time he was a Republican and then he switched over, didn't care for either Republicans or Democrats, so he became an independent. But um, but it, but even even as an independent, you still you still end up voting for either a Democrat or Republican, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that that's what's beside their that's what's beside their that's, names. Absolutely. You know? Right, but. Um, but at any rate, so that could be a discussion, Mr. Arthur, or or you want to bring us uh, in a little bit more on well, what is going on. I've, I've told everybody. To, go ahead. Go ahead. What, yes, what, I'm, what I'm telling black folks about, about this election is uh, we need to vote for ourselves. We need to vote for ourselves. Uh, stay out of that, stay out of that uh, who you don't like program. We've always voted for the least racist person. That's, 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 that's just what we've had to do. The least race this this election is no different. We got to vote for the least the least racist person, but we need to vote with an attitude this time. Uh, I think I think the Biden administration I think they're getting the uh, hint that uh, that uh, folks in the community ain't, ain't none too pleased like with what's going on in New York, Chicago. You know, them people standing up, they saying, "Hey y'all, you know, wait a minute, you bring people in here. You told us we couldn't have all this, and now all of a sudden you bring these people in, you got all this money." Hey, well, you know what's up? So uh, that's a reality check. Uh, I think that, uh, and, and, and like uh, Biden, you know, he he let Netanyahu make him look like a little weaker. And I still don't understand what that is. So he's getting some pushback from that. So, uh, but but what I'm trying to tell us is that hey, look, we need to vote by ourselves. We need to vote by mm-hmm. ourselves. We need to vote for our own mm-hmm. best interests. We need to show up. And we need to vote our political strength, and then and then put that with our voices, so we can access our economics. We we, we got a two trillion dollar economy. The problem is we just buying stuff. We the, the, because the way the system is set up, we because we don't have the political power, we don't have folks doing what they're supposed to do. Where we can't access that to, uh, 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 you know, to put our own economic forces in play. So until we can so until we can take that two trillion dollars. And, and and learn how to scale it within our community. That's you know we don't have that ability. We got all that money, but we can't scale it. Mm-hmm. You know at the at, at the level that we need to. And so what I'm just telling black folks is, hey, look, the mindset I want you to just gather and get into is that listen, uh, black people, you don't need white people to live your life. I mean, I know you think you do because the way the system is set up, but actually you don't. And so if you just if you just do that, you just start thinking differently about how you live in your life and and, and quit thinking you gotta depend on all these other folks you don't. We have all the resources we need. We just need to access it. Instead of be accessed. So, you know, don't be afraid. You know, let's just go do it. Dr. Carr, you having comments in regards to that? I think Mr. <laughs> Arthur is exactly right. In the uh, conversations uh, recently that he and I have shared, uh, he's been uh, very, uh, very convincing uh, and convicting, as far as I'm concerned, that we as African-American people 
in this nation, uh, inside of another nation, we need to start thinking about ourselves and start voting for ourselves and not be afraid. Uh, I, I was in the, uh, I was at the NAACP uh, lunch and learn meeting two weeks ago, and I was introduced as a candidate for public office there. And one of the city councilmen who was there, a black man, had been there a long time. He he said that just stop being afraid. He said, the problem I've seen time and time again is that black people have this fear. But if we can just get beyond our fear and do what Ms. Fannie Lou Hamer said, get up and try to do something, I think that a path will be uh, developed for us to follow. So I agree totally with Mr. Arthur's uh, presentation about how we should uh, frame our minds and how we should order our footsteps going forward. Okay, great. So, um, so I'm going to ask both of you, gentlemen, then, what is this fear that um, that you're talking about? And I'm I'm going to share my side of the fence with you, and then we'll go from there. And um, and so, um, fear is the the fear is the system that we've been we we've been educated into fear through the school system. We're educated to be scared. We're educated to believe that I, and the only way we can I make it. And that's what I to say about myself. I, I, was, I have never been educated to fear anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, well, no, I'm not talking about you individually. No, uh, no. I'll clear. I'm not, not, I'm not talking about individuals now. I'm talking about collectives. I'm not talking about, and yeah, yeah, if some of us you know, understood the thing, but I'm saying collectively the way the system is set up in America, most black people think they have to have somebody fight to live their life. That's just the way it is. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, you didn't because you, you know, because you, you, you know, your father had land and so he had a, a an independent mind. So you got had, had access to that, but everybody didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Everybody didn't have that right. access like that. Okay. And so, those so the people fear is what? Educated. Then that's why all I'm asking is what is this the, the, the fear is the, fear. The, the fear is the, the fear is if I don't have. If I don't have, uh, well, let me give you an example. Like when I worked at East Systems in the aircraft industry, when I worked at the aircraft. Right, right. And, and it's, right. Like in the, it's like in the 80s. They had a system set up, and I, you know, and I took a video to see about they changed. But anyway, I, they had a system set up where if I wanted to be promoted in that company, I had to have a sponsor. A sponsor. A sponsor? Okay. A sponsor, yeah, a sponsor. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that that system, the sponsor system, I gotta have somebody white sponsor, sponsor to, me. And that sponsor had to be white, a white person, Caucasian person. And they, well, if you talk about, well, you talk about corporate America, same thing, corporate America, same thing, corporate America. Uh, 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 a State Farm Insurance. We, you know, we did a, a complaint with a guy at State Farm Insurance, and like, and okay. then, and as he went through the, you know, when he got to the top to go to the other other place, that's where he hit the ceiling, and then start having problems. And so, and as he explained his his uh, tra- uh, trail through his career, it, it went like this: uh, this person here sponsored him, took care of, passed it on to this person, took care of, passed it on to this person. Took, and then, and then when he got to the top, then when he hit the ceiling, all of a sudden now mm-hmm. they had all these problems. And so I'm trying to tell you that within American crony capitalism system, that's the system that's within the system, and we're in corporate America. Uh, you know, like in the 80s when all the, you know, uh, the, you know, and I talked to them, 
and that's why I didn't get into it. They had the brothers and the sisters uh, uh, competing against each other in corporate America. That's that's a that's a I mean that's a fair base system. What year, what and, okay, and year, the years that you're talking about are when? Eighties, uh, nineties, and to right now. Today. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, but everybody did not experience that. Is what you're saying? Oh, it's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you know, there's never everybody in anything. I'm just telling you that the basic system exactly. okay. that's set up on a basic level. Now, you know, some people are smart enough to know they worth, and they, exactly. you know, they know how to move around. You know, right. but if you don't know your worth, you know, if you don't okay. know your worth, then, you know, you know, I tell people all the time, I get complaints from folks uh, that left corporate America, and when they leave, corporate America has to hire two or three people to replace them. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. and and, I, and that's why I tell and that's why I tell them about the magic negroes uh, 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 syndrome. You know they are magic negroes. That corporate America knows that all they need is a certain amount of us working in there with our genius, uh, making them all that money, and they whole program is to, is to have you think you ain't worth nothing. My father used to tell us. My father used to tell us when we were growing up that the only way you're going to make the amount of money that you feel like you should is to work for yourself. And he said to us that you don't always have to focus on being an employee. You can be an employer. You can start your own company and hire people. Now, I look at fear as a uh, – I look at that as, as a medical uh, that's a mental health disorder, really, if you just really want to know. And, and uh-huh. so, so you could have. And you know what else is a mental health issue? Right. Well, let me just. Right. Uh-huh. And so you could have even acquired that as a child. And I, the reason why I say that is because I was never afraid of anything. But I have an older sister who was afraid of everything. <laughs> and but we can't. We both came from the same parents. Yeah. Uh, we had mm-hmm. this big, massive land. We grew up on five hundred acres of land, right? No. Our house. Uh, so so therefore, it was nothing for us to be outside, all around the land, everywhere. But she was always afraid of the dark. Mm-hmm. She was afraid of it. She she was afraid of everything. I mean, and she still is to this day. But she did not now, get that when I say fear, So sometimes, go ahead. When I say fear, sure, I'm not, when I say fear uh, you know, I'm not talking about somebody over in the corner trembling. I'm not, I mean, I'm not talking about that kind of fear. I'm talking about. That's why I asked, that's kind why of fear I asked you like, to explain to me. Yeah, the fear I'm that talking about the kind of fear like. That's why I asked you. Give example the kind of fear I'm talking about. Okay, like you're on this job, uh, and the first thing that, and, and, and I know this just being on jobs, uh, the first thing they know, you know, because they know you're a genius and they want you and all stuff. That you know, they want to know all about you. They want to know all everything. They want to know your weak points. If you got two, if you got, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And then doing, and doing that your system, interview process. That, you're talking about. You're talking about doing the interview process. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about once you get on the job. I'm talking, I'm talking about the actual job dynamics. And then so, oh, and, and so, and within that, that because people, I've seen it. Yeah, okay. because I've seen it. I've seen people use. Uh, if I know that you got, you know, uh, you know, you know, three kids to feed or whatever, then you know, I know I can treat you a certain kind of way. I mean, I've seen the powers do it, treat them a certain kind of way. 
Now, me, on the other hand, since I didn't have all that, you know, I wasn't taking all that. So I'm just trying to tell you mm-hmm. that's fear. You know, if, if I got to feed my kids, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and let them dog me on there because, you know, I got to mm-hmm. get this check. So I'm just saying that's the fear is what I'm saying. So you feel, so, once so you in get, other words, some people didn't feel like that they could go and find another job or go somewhere else or they didn't have that. Uh, well, I mean, whatever the, oh, I, I, do, I mean, you know, whatever the, you know, we, you know, we get on a job, you know, we, sure, you old enough to remember when we used to uh, call a job, that's my job. Remember that? <laughs> the job no. belongs to me. We talked, <laughs> we, we, we talked about a job as a possession. <laughs> and, when, and then Ronald Reagan came in, did the PACO strike and busted the unions and all that stuff. Since then, you know, people have to undo that, right? And so I'm just saying that, you know, so when people get a job, it's like, you know, it's like having a, you know, it's, I mean, like, it's mine. I mean, I had, look here, I did a complaint with a lady. The bank, the bank, they, they cut back. She had been there for like almost 20 years or whatever. The, you know, she wanted a job back. But uh, long story short, they offered her some money after, you know, after I worked with her for a while. But she and again, she cried on the phone because she asked, she wanted her job back. And I told her, I said, mm-hmm. I said, ma'am, I said, ma'am, look, I said, if you go back, I said, they're going to fire you and you're going to get nothing. Right. So at te- at Texas Women's University, at Texas Women's University, which was my undergraduate, I don't ever remember hearing anybody use the term J-O-B, but I heard every day career, C-A-R-E-E-R. Hmm. And so when I went into the workforce, this was my career. I came out of the medical profession. I became a registered nurse and then later on a clinical nurse specialist. So it was my career that I was climbing up that career ladder. Now, I did remember forever that my father said this over and over as young kids growing up, that you don't always have to think about being an employee. You can become an employer, and, but you're an employee right. even in, in, as, as a career person. But all I ever heard in my mindset was the word career. And that's what they said at the College of Nursing at Texas Women's University, where I graduated from. And that was probably around about the time that you were in college as well. And so when I, when I first, after I graduated, my first position as a staff nurse, and I worked in that position for six months, only six months. And then this lady, her name was Shirley, the same as mine, and she was the head, she was the charge nurse, not head nurse yet. She was a charge nurse. And so she said, how would you like to learn how to deliver babies? And I said, oh, wow, that's amazing. I would love that. And so she brought me into the delivery room. I learned how to deliver babies. Then before I knew it, I became the charge nurse. And then the next thing, I became a head nurse. And then the next step, I'm going up this ladder that I'm talking about, this career ladder. And the next thing, Mm -hmm. I became a house supervisor at a hospital. And then the next thing, a direct assistant director of nurses. And then the next thing, Mm -hmm. a director of nurses. So I'm climbing. So all I see is career. I'm climbing this ladder. I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about it. If If you're not taught fear and you're not Fear has not been presented to you. I don't know anything that I was fearful well, of. Well, let me say, because, okay, in your case, 
sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. In your mm-hmm. case, you're, 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 you're what I call, you're what I call a magic Negro. See, if you, if you, what kind of Negro? What, a magic, uh, a magic Negro. You remember I said that? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. No, the, okay. I was, no, I was just a person that knew, that knew where I wanted no, 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 to go and knew how to get there. Let me explain okay. what let me explain what it is because I want to be clear so everybody know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. Back in the day, back in the day, it was this guy. He was like Elvis Presley. You know, he he mm-hmm. he sang that song, Oh Luciana, don't you crap with me. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay, he sang. And so anyway, he go through the south. He was famous. I can't think his name, but he was famous. Okay. Uh, and so and, and so they asked me. They said, you know, hey, where you get all them songs from? He said, well, I got a magic Negro. He said, yeah. He said, if I go back and uh, you know, when I get back to. Uh, Pennsylvania, I grew up in Houston. You know, he and I, we sang, we sang, we make this music. And and in Pittsburgh, right now, you can you can Google Magic Negro. There's a okay. statue in Pittsburgh of this guy that I'm talking it. about. He he he's up high. Well, you can Google it. You just Google Magic okay. Negro. They have a statue of him uh, up high with his guitar and his brother down low with his guitar singing up to him. And so I use that okay. as the analogy just to say that. That, that that okay, put it up to nowadays. I'm saying that mm-hmm. I'm saying that corporations, when they see geniuses like yourself, you're magic. You're magic. Now they're not going to prevent you because you know you're productive. You know you're doing. You know you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, so so I say I say that's for everybody. Some people the path is smooth because you're producing. Sure. You're you're, sure. you're great at what you do. You know. So I'm not saying they just going to smash everybody, but I'm saying mm-hmm. you're magic. That's what I'm saying okay. to you, and they know that. Well, I, I can tell you that I can tell you this, uh, Mr. Arthur and, and Dr. Carr. When I when I got ready to be commissioned into the United States Army, I may have told you this story before, and so there was a discussion whether I should come in as a captain or if I should come in as a first lieutenant with three years of constructive credit. Well, there was a person, a Caucasian gentleman. I, w- I had a master's degree in nursing. He had a bachelor's degree in nursing. There was never a discussion of how he should come in. He came in as a captain, but I came in as a first lieutenant with three years of constructive credit, which means I had to work another three years, even though I had all this experience. I just outlined to you the, the levels of which I proceeded in my career. So I had to work three years before I could be promoted to a captain, which I should have come in as a captain with a master's degree in nursing. And not only did I have a master's degree in nursing, I had a couple of other degrees when I went into Mm -hmm. the military. But Mm -hmm. that's when I saw saw a difference. But... Mm-hmm. I excelled. Well, they, I excelled they, they, they much faster. Let me say, I excelled much faster than that very same guy, and went on to get my doctorate in nursing. And he stayed right there in that same position. And I caught up with him and excelled past him. But go ahead. Wow. Because you're magic. I'm not magic. I'm not magic. Just know what to do. <laughs> know what I want, and I know how to go after it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Google that. I have never heard. Have you heard that before, Mr. Uh, uh, Doctor Carr? Have you heard that term before? 
I'd heard the term from Mr. Arthur in discussion uh, about the only that. Place. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that before. We talked about that before. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Arthur's a smart man. I, he he's got Absolutely. a lot of knowledge that yeah. I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's ready for the moment. Whatever the moment he's is, ready he's ready, ready for, the, for the moment. Whatever it is, yeah. he's ready. <laughs> ready for the moment. What is a magic negro? I'm I'm googling this hey, right okay, now. What does it mean? It said, what does it hey. mean? The magic the magical Negro. That's the truth in literature. Oh, this is from the movies right here. Oh, okay. Where a black character appears in a plot solely to help a white character and then he vanishes away. Think Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You've been watching. You've been watching Man, too like much TV, Miss Lawson. You've been watching too much television. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wonder I don't know it. I don't watch much TV. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. That's right. Show up. Show up. Show out and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. Okay, I get it now. It's a movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Leave leave it to my frat brother. (laughs) He's in film and literature. He's big in that. Okay, I get it now. All right, that's why I I didn't heard it. But you've just educated uh, Dr. Carr and myself. Yeah, you, we're schooled yeah. now. We're well schooled. He, he schooled us, didn't he? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, no, that's we have something. Let's see what it is, Shirley. Let's see what it is. Okay. We have such, look here. Because of the mm-hmm. system that we're in, we have such a depth of genius in our community that's, that's always sure. suppressed. To, 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 you know, you can pretty much just go and get, you know, you know, you, I mean, you just go and just go grab a bunch of us and, you know, and you get that genius. The, the, yeah. the, the, and well, the system well, knows that. The system and, knows and a, that. And a lot of, well, a lot of movies obviously uh, come from off of real life sometimes, right? Yeah, you see what correct. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, I get it. <laughs> yeah. so we got okay, it like that. Right. Call them well, well there, and there's yeah. even, I'm reading it, there's, uh, there's somebody, Michelle Michael Clark Duncan wrote um uh, wrote a book of poems called Magical Negro. Mm. Oh, maybe it's by, oh. by Morgan, uh, Morgan Park, Parker strives to reclaim the term. Uh, he wants to reclaim the term Magical Negro. I, I, I have to do more research on that term and see where all it came from and how it got started and how much right it, says it, it, carries, it says it carries a lot of weight in history. I'm so, telling you. There. That it is us. I know and I'm that. And then Park, you know, well, I know you. I know you're smart. I know you are. I know. No, no, I know you're brilliant. <laughs> not, not just smart. You're brilliant. <laughs> you're brilliant. So I wish I was half as smart as you are. So, uh, oh, you are. You are. You're, 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 no, you're more than. No. You're just saying, I'm not smarter than anybody else. I just happen to be more aware of my whatever it is I have. Uh, a lot of folks are just smart. Well, they just pre- don't you know pretend it. That you, you pretend that you experienced a, a, a lot of, of, of this. Or you, at least oh, you yeah, say you, have, you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I have and all, and all, yes, and all of our um, 
our, our that's why it's so important for us to to bring our uh, knowledge together and yes. uh, and see what we because we learn one from the other. That and whereas we true. may, uh, you probably never experienced what I just outlined when I went in when I was commissioned to go into the United States Armed Forces. You probably didn't experience that, but I did. And mm. uh, that's that's the that's the one thing that stood out. And then, of course, you know, you probably never experienced what I experienced at Tyler Union College, and I've told that story before. Uh, how uh, they gave us one exam and gave the other Caucasian students a different exam. Our exam yeah. had 100 questions on it. Their exams had 50 questions on it. You probably never experienced mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't know. And once that happened to you, once mm-hmm. that happened, uh, that, was, that, that was done to – and, you know, because once you found out about it, well, first of all, mm-hmm. they were just doing it just to be, you know, doing what they're doing. But so once it, you found out about it. They to make us fail. That's, what they, that's why they were doing it, trying to just make us fail. Saying. And so that right there, and, and so that right there would create creates a certain kind of a fear right there. Oh, man, you know, oh, man, it's like that. They could be, oh, be trying to flunk okay, me well, like how, that. Okay, well, how about this? <laughs> that did not create a fear in me. I'm a 17-year-old. No, I know it did mind. You remember the story. 17-year-old marches up to the president's office to speak to him about I'm getting a test with 100 questions and the white students are getting a test with 50 questions. So how many 17-year-olds do you to the president and talk to him about it? And how many, how many 17-year-olds will come back years later and be able to speak at that same university and talk about her experience as a 17-year-old and how many 17-year-olds get to the point where she owned a home health care agency in this town and had the president of Tyler Junior College as her patient, and she was able to tell him before he died what he did. to the 17-year-old, and if I had not come from a very strong family, oh, mm-hmm. my goodness, if I well, had been like afraid, I said, where would I be now if I had been afraid? Well, wasn't well, afraid you, of you know, like, you know, you're afraid like black girl magic. You, 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 you black girl magic. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, I'm the magical Negro, I thought. <laughs> I thought I was the this magical is good. Negro. This is good. I think Dr. Hagner would be really happy to hear this conversation because this is good it mental would. health talk. <laughs> Absolutely good mental health talk because that's what, that's what fear is all about. That's mental health. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it is. And it we is. have, yes. and we have to make sure that that people get past that. And, and well, you know, well, I, they, they, they may, they may pass the question. Let me pass the question because because okay. he's, because as a pastor, that's one of the things that the churches do do. You like I told, like I tell the pastor all the time about 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 people coming to church, uh, they come they got everlasting life, this that and the other, and then when they go home, they're scared to die. You know, that's <laughs> fear. And I, you know. And, and so I'm saying is, you know, that that that, and I asked him how do he, you know, and, and I'm asking now, Pastor, how do you uh, help people with their fear, uh, you know, just in life in general? 
The best way you help people with their fears is to explain the fundamentals of that we are not here to stay, that we entered the world through the portal of birth. That's a door Mm -hmm. that brought us in. We'll leave here through another door that is called death. And if we if we teach and train and train and teach and indoctrinate, I believe that people will gradually begin to grasp the idea that I'm here for a reason, I'm here for a mm-hmm. purpose, I'm here for a time, so I don't need mm-hmm. to be focusing and putting my energies toward being afraid to do what I got to do because I'm seeing people do it every day. So I think it's a matter mm-hmm. of teaching and training and explaining. This is the this is the real world. Uh, there's a creator who had a plan, a master plan, and he has mm-hmm. masterfully designed the plan so that we fit into it if we'll only learn about how he has the uh, plan worked out instead of us being afraid to do what we have to do. Let's grasp the idea that comes from the person, the personality who has all the smarts, and let's just go with the flow. Because the older you get, what about, the more you begin to realize that mortality means something other than a word written on a piece of paper. It means you and I, that we ain't here to stay. That's beautiful. Let me ask you this. So, Go ahead. Let me ask one more question. Do uh, you, uh, you remember all them pastors, T.D. Jakes and Kerper, all of them, the white pastors, they all start apologizing about 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 the Malachi ser- uh, sermon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now, now, now the Malachi sermon and so forth and so on. Everybody know that that's when you know you, you feel guilty about not giving money. Uh, is that a kind of a fear? Was that kind I, of a I fear, think, kind of a thing that they would use? It? I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. A, I think it's. A, I think it's a, a induced fear, and I think it is a kind of a fear. I think it's a. I think it's a combination of guilt slash fear. So obey the Malachi sermon and make sure you don't not do what Malachi said you should do. And so if you don't do what Malachi said, you live in a place called fear and guilt, and now God won't be pleased. So I'm not, I'm not proud to know that those brothers would promote such a way of thinking because I think uh, just the opposite that God expects mm-hmm. my best, and whatever my best is is what I give, and he's well pleased. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I, I think, uh, Dr. Carr, that that you nailed it uh, when you you said well, we we have to have we have to talk about it. We have to have a conversation about it. Yeah. But we yeah. also we can also let people know that that we understand that that is a difficult time uh, for for people to to think about no longer being here uh, on this earth. But 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 you nailed it when you say. We didn't come here to stay. This is just our avenue to get to eternal life, which is Absolutely. where we really want to be. And then we are, people people focus a lot on, and, and my minister was preaching about this this past uh, yesterday, to be exact. But we focus a lot on what what can we accomplish, the wealth and stuff that we can accomplish. There's nothing wrong with that. God wants us to live well. Uh, because he's our father, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, right? And so we're not his redheaded stepchildren, we're his children. <laughs> so therefore, he doesn't have a problem with us prospering. But how did we get here? When we came, what did we have? We didn't have on any clothes, right? So we <laughs> brought true. nothing in this world. 
we ain't taking that. Excuse the language, but uh, that's right. good com- good communication. We really ain't taking nothing out of here with us. There's not so going to be a U-Haul trailer behind with all of our riches. <laughs> so, so we got to talk about and share our feelings, right, uh, Dr. Carr? Share our feelings. And I that will agree. help people to be able to cope with right. the knowledge reality. and the fact is reality. Yeah. That's right. That we come here to stay and right. no use in being fearful about it. Uh, and it's, it's not, I think it's not death itself. Uh, maybe the process of, of suffering and getting to that point because there you know, when you get older, you may have some issues that cause mm-hmm. you to suffer, and people don't want to suffer. Uh, right. So it may not be well, death itself that people are fearful of. I don't know. Uh, I just know that in order to get to that other side, i got to go through that process. Right? Well, you know, well, well, you know what I think, what I think is, again, it goes back to the system that we live in. The system we live in is, mm-hmm. is, is based on, I mean, it's a lot of violence. In the system yes, that we live in, and mm-hmm. that's true. Oh, yeah. Right there. Oh, yeah. And, and, so, and then you got, and then, and then and because I know, because I went to different churches, so I grew up where where fear was used. Hell, hell, and damnation. Right. 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 Street walking. Street walking. Yes. And da 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 da. You go into hell. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, it was used liberally, and so I'm just saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Now I think people are coming out of that more, and they understand that they actually have that, that, there, that there's really there's no reason to. Now, the folks that need to be scared is the folks that think they're gonna die, and they're gonna find out that they ain't gonna die. Now, what you gonna do, right? <laughs> oh, they're gonna they're gonna die. They just may not be dying at that particular moment. You know, I'm saying. So they, <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you know, they think they look at they think they're gonna die. And then they'll find out they ain't going to die. Now what you going to do? <laughs> no, they are going to die. My point that I'm making to you is it may not, they may not be, they may not die right then, but they're going to die. <laughs> well, I mean, in the, so, no, no, no. So no, I no, tell no, people, I mean the, well, you, when I say that, and I'm talking about in the eternal life sense. I'm yeah, trying to eternal life sense. I'm not talking about the eternality. I'm trying to eternal life sense. They're going to die this natural death because that's a different kind of life that you're talking about, the life of eternity, is a different. It, it's right. not the same as the life that we have right here, right now. But where I tell people right. uh, when, when they're struggling with this fear of death, uh, which, once again, as I told you, I didn't learn about fear, so I'm not fearful of anything and anybody, and I'm not going to stop living my life. In fear. I'm not gonna live my life in fear, even though we live in we have a dangerous world. We live in a dangerous world, a dangerous society. People don't, yeah. people will take your life, uh, and, but that's not the bulk of the people. The bulk of the people are good people, in my opinion, from the ones that I have seen in my lifetime, and I've been in front of a lot of people. I think for the most part, people are good, but there are some bad apples out there that don't care about themselves, so why do they care about you? They don't care about you. So what we have to well, do you know, is – go ahead. Well, you know, you, you know, like, like – okay, okay, like we live in a what's called a capitalist system, which is, a, which is a scarcity mindset, okay? The mindset of scarcity is fear, 
the, the mindset of, of scarcity is it's I, fear. I just don't have that fear, Mr. Arthur. I'm sorry. I don't have no, that I'm fear. No, I'm not talking about you individually. I'm not talking about you individually. I'm talking about the system. Well, there's a lot of people. There, I'm, there are but I'm not, ger- I'm not germane to this. Doctor, you are not fearful. Doctor, Dr. Carr is not fearful. I'm not Ms. fearful Rihanna anymore. Not- I'm not fearful anymore. I'm not fearful okay. anymore. I was fearful. Okay. I was fearful. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. not fearful anymore, but I was. So what I had to grow to, to that what, point. So what happened? And what helped you to get there so that we can, the people that are listening to us that may be fearful of things, that may help them I went to, to, the, to get out of that fear? Okay, when I went to the military, uh, mm-hmm. because, I, because I was the type of person that asked a lot of questions, right, growing up, I used to hear this thing right. where they say, boy, you ain't going to live to be 21. Well, you know, mm-hmm. what they were talking about was the question I was asking was going to get me in some trouble, right? And so, and so, when, exactly. I was on, so when I got ready to be 20, and so when I got ready to be 21, uh, 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 you know, when I was in the Air Force, I stayed on the base the whole month to make sure I didn't get killed. I, was, I well, mean, I was scared I was going to make me 21 because they told me that. Wow. You didn't learn you on your own. Somebody put that no, in no, your No, 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 no. Somebody I'm put that in your no. brain. A lot of people put it in my brain. That's what I'm telling you. A lot of people that's put it in my that's brain. That's why I said some people because put it in the your 60s, brain. Because, because during the 60s, the kind of question that I was asking would get you Emmett Till. I didn't know it at the time, Okay. but it would get okay. you Emmett Till. And so, and so, so what I'm so saying is that. So I can say this. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So what so I'm saying is that. That our parents at the time, again, you know, you had you, know, you had a different situation, but our parents, but they, and I'm sure you did too, they feared, they feared that uh, we would go downtown and get in trouble, and they do, and they would do something else. So they induced a certain amount of fear in us to keep us from misbehaving and so forth and so on, right? You my know, fa- so I'm saying that, saying, and I'm not saying that all my- fears, and I'm not saying that fear is illegitimate as a, you know, as a thing, because you know, yeah, you, and, you know, and I'm fears not in the world as far as a lot. Uh-huh, yeah, so, so I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that fear uh, is a thing. Again, I have, you know, I, I went through that when I was scared of that. Now, you know, that's not a thing for me, you know, but for, some, for, but for a lot of people, it is. It's still a thing. And so just- last, night, last night I was talking with one of my girlfriends live in Houston whose husband just passed away, uh, spoke at his funeral, and we were talking about, that we, the first time we ever saw death was one of our schoolmates who had leukemia. I was in the 10th grade, and he played, he played the uh, bass drum, as a matter of fact. And he was in the 12th grade, and he died, and we all went to his funeral. And I had never seen a young person die and had not seen very many senior people die. My grandparents were still living my great-grandparent was still living. Uh, my parents, obviously, were still living. And so so I, I just didn't have that fear that we keep talking about. Um, and then my, my father and my grandfather worked with William Wayne Justice. You know who he is. Everybody in Texas knows who William Wayne yep. Justice is. And he's so he was, my father would, yes, my father would go down to the judge and say, don't put this little black boy in jail. Give him to me. I'll take him and put him on my farm and let him work, or I'll send him to the military. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't, so which told me they didn't, 
they didn't uh, amplify any fear because they went and talked to the Caucasian man who was the judge, who was a very fair judge here. And mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. did not like it. Wait, just a minute. A lot of people, Caucasian people, mm-hmm. did not like William Wayne Justice because he was a right. fair man. He believed in mm-hmm. equality for every man yeah. and not just for Caucasian people. Go ahead. There, and, 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 and I say, you know, individually, you know, so on and so on, different situations. Yeah, you know, I mean, like some folks didn't have to, didn't have to experience that. But I'm telling right. you, just as a system, you know, like, you know, like, again, you know, we had to go with, you know, we were fearless and going to get our rights to vote and so forth and so on, but we ever got attacked by dogs. So I mean, you know, that, was, that, right. that, that whole system was about fear. The whole system mm-hmm. was about fear. So I'm just saying, all I'm saying to you is that, is that in the system we're in, fear is a part of the dynamic of the system's operation. That's what I'm saying. Now, individually, depending on where you're at, Depending on what you're doing, mm-hmm. depending on how magic you are, you know, you, you know, you make. I, I saw this rapper. Going back to the rapper. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. This rapper, uh, I, I can't think of his name right now, but anyway, he was like 30-something years old. I think he was about 36, 37. And so he had lived the kind of life where he had never, he had never even experienced uh, racism or discrimination. So, and so he was 36. He was somewhere, you know, you know, somewhere a big class. And and then he got the racism treatment, and he just freaked out. He just because mm. he had never he, you know, before that point. I, I had I had, had never you know, experienced he, until I went to Tyler Junior College. I had yeah, never. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So but I didn't freak out. That. I went to the president. Well, well, yeah, yeah but and, we, and then, then let me say this, Arthur. Right, and let me mm-hmm. just say this. Uh, it probably what a black man experienced in comparison to what a black young girl experience maybe a little bit different would you say well i say you know every situation every individual is different now i mean everybody course, everybody everybody come to this world with their own whatever they got and they're here to do of whatever course, it is they're going to do and so and, and so and so my dna i'm gonna respond this way because my situation is this your dna you're gonna respond that way because your situation you were you were privy to some uh you know to some mental knowledge that a lot of the folks didn't have the base of. Mm-hmm. See, you had another. Mm-hmm. You, you had a base that other people don't have. So, so all sure. I'm saying is that, and, and, like I say, it's individual. It's not. It's not like you sure. know. Well, you know. Well, I did it. You no, know, yeah, you did do it, and and it's great. But mm-hmm. but you know, some people you know didn't do it because they didn't know how to do sure. it because they had never been sure. uh, around sure. that kind of knowledge to show them how to operate under that type of situation. Sure. You know, I'm just saying, if you don't know, you don't know. Right, I understand. I understand. Okay, Dr. Carr, any comments? <laughs> uh, there have been some uh, scholars who have uh, drawn a line between the experience of the African in America and mm-hmm. term it as post-traumatic slave syndrome, which, okay. in mm-hmm. essence, inputs a system into the thinking of people so that fear is a natural barrier, you know, to okay. progress and success. But in your case, Dr. McKellar, you obviously mm-hmm. were surrounded uh, with a plethora of personalities who lifted you in such a way that you were hearing things that other people weren't hearing. You were sure. exposed to positivity in a way that others were not. Uh, so I think 
there are exceptions to the rule, and certainly you are one of those, but there's a whole lot of folks who still believe that they cannot because they have been taught by someone who does not look like them, and they've transferred that teaching to those who do look like them. And so you have grandparents who say to grandchildren, just get you a good education and go get you a good job. Then there are other grandparents who say, you Mm -hmm. can be the creator of the job. Mm -hmm. You can be the employer and not the employee. So there's a... There's a there's a there's right. a two sides of the argument out there, but sure, I'm sure. really happy to know that your side is what it is because it gives us hope of what we can teach other young people in generations to come. Right, I I, I understand. I I get that, and I I really you know I I say this all the time. I really appreciate my parents, my grandparents, my uncles, my aunts who all work for themselves. They never work for anybody yeah. else. They pushed right. us in entrepreneurship. And they always told us we can do anything that we wanted to do. They even told us mm-hmm. we were smart, and we believed it, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So, yes. Um, so I, I, I'm just now, I, I'm thankful, right and, I, and I impart that same thing to my, my children and to my grandchildren. Go ahead, Mr. And it's obvious, and it's obvious, too. Okay, when I tell you about my military uh, thing where I sit on the base, okay, like, Okay, now my grandpa, my grandpa, grandpa, they weren't raised. Okay, not, 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 they didn't induce that into me. I got that from from, from outside. Mm-hmm. I got that. Okay. I, I got that from outside of my, uh, you know, like sure. they never did it. They, they never. Sure. I remember, like they used to tell me all the time. They say it's also, you know, you know, dad, they let you say anything. You know, said so we said we get a whooping. That's what I'm saying. See, so okay. they didn't, they didn't damper, you know, they didn't damper my, you know, they didn't damper my sphere for some reason. And so, and so, sure. it didn't come from them. It came from people. Mm-hmm. It came from people, you know, I, from, from outside my family that would say that you're a grown people boy, you live be 21. <laughs> you know, right. Is that, right, you know? right, okay, I got it. Well, so then I, I think we were talking about uh, fear and death. And so, what are some of the things then that we can say to people uh, who may have the fear of death? Because the one thing that I can tell you is that I'm going to live my life until I die. And yes, I will live yes, every please. and live every day like it's the last, and because right. we don't know if please. it is or not. Uh, but but we we have to also teach people uh, to face death head on. But they should not have to face it by themselves. They have people like uh, Dr. Carr to to preach to his his uh, parishioners to talk about uh, that in their Sunday well, school classes or wherever and from the pulpit wherever. Go ahead. Yeah. What I tell is this. What I tell them is this: Live your life inside out, not outside in. And by wow. that I mean, <laughs> by that I mean, you know, whatever you do, uh, it needs to be coming from no matter what you what your life plan, where you need to come from inside mm-hmm. of you. Don't if you, mm-hmm. if you plan your mm-hmm. life, but you see mm-hmm. outside of you or somebody else's life, it ain't gonna work. You have right, to it, right. it, because, like, because everything changes. By the time you get a plan, what you a plan for that didn't change, and it was based right. on something that you didn't have no control over because it's outside of you. So, well, you control gotta, you gotta what you take can. Control of your own. Well, that's it. Take control of your own life. Control uh, number one. That's right. And, take, yeah. that, and, 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 and your control is inside. God is in there, right? And, and everybody right. else you love is in there. Look at the devil. He got a little mm-hmm. house in there too. You gotta get him mm-hmm. control. But, but, but yeah, and, and uh, don't allow him to control uh, your life. You see what I'm saying? Uh, God, God is stronger than the devil. 
Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, but the ballot's inside. Well, we, we, I'm saying the ballot right. is on the inside. Yeah, I get it. And, and don't let that. And we cannot let we cannot let fear control our lives. We just cannot do it. And so, and that teaching starts from from infancy. And it's it's really interesting how, like I mentioned, my sister, she was coddled and spoiled. And I didn't require that. Some some kids require that. That's why my mother used to say that you have to learn your child individually and see what that child mm-hmm. requires. I, I was an independent kiddo from almost birth, you may say. <laughs> and uh, I just didn't require the cuddling, even though my mother was such my mother well, my mother was such an uh, amazing woman. Uh, I, I called her a, a, a true politician because she made every one of her kids feel like that they were could hang the moon, that they were very special, that they were this, they were that. And she was an only child. And oh. but she, but you would have never thought that she was an only child because she was the most selfless person I have ever met in my lifetime, and, and always a giver. She was. That's exactly what she was. That's a great term. She was a remarkable woman. I will never be the woman that my mother was, but um, but she just she just had that knack of uh, of making you feel so special, so special. Mm-hmm. But we have to talk. We, we have to we have to tell people that they can talk to the professional. They can talk to Dr. Carr. They can talk to a professional because fear is a mental health issue, and I have to yeah. go back to that. And so, and, and you have to treat it as such. So talk to uh, the ministers and the counselors. And, and, and that's the other thing that, that people of, of African-American descent, black or whatever you want to call yourself, uh, is that it's okay if you talk to a counselor. It's just okay. Yes, absolutely. Because okay. They, they, yeah, yeah. okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> or well, implode. Now, you know, either go talk ahead. to Dr. McKellar or Mr. Arthur or implode. <laughs> now, those are three <laughs> options. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> that, that's very true. Yeah. Hey, 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 notice too, fear, fear is transferable. Fear is transferable. <laughs> that's true. So you run yeah. across You're right. Somebody, right. Across somebody that's trying to transfer their fear on to you, you need to get, you need to, it's called toxic fear. You need to get it, you need to take off running as fast as you can. Just, just say, how you, you doing? You, you can talk to Pastor Cooper. Well, that's our best psychologist on our, our team. You can talk to people like him. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just okay to be able to talk to a professional person in that arena. You should never try to face, if you're afraid of death, you shouldn't have to try to face it alone. Somebody yes, can help correct. you to help right. get rid of that. That find, just find whatever that support system is that you have, and lean in on it. Well, right. It, well, everybody's fear. Everybody's fear has a base. It's, it's based on something. So you, if you if you got to that's fear, exactly you just, correct. Just stop down, go get in a quiet that's place, exactly. and and if you stop there and just think about it, you'll know where it's coming from. Just just, just go sign and just think about it for a minute. You know, just right. just listen to yourself, and then you can figure out. Where it's based at, because it has a base. Right. It has oh, sure a, like a foundation and, and, somewhere. So we got to go and like find the foundation. And right, right. Forgive and, yourself and fear if you have to. Forgive very, yourself. Very, forgive yourself. It's very common, isn't it? Yeah. Go ahead. What did you well, say? Well, you, you know, forgiving, forgiving yourself is also a part of getting rid of very fear. Good. So you gotta learn how to, very good. Very good. So you got to learn how to forgive yourself. 
You know what Very I mean? Because good. a lot of fear is based on something like that. So, you know, forgive yourself. Absolutely. You know, hey, this is life. You know? Absolutely. You know, just to absolutely. Just Wow. Absolutely. Forgive yourself. <laughs> as I say, number I like one, it. that's first. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, he is absolutely correct. Forgive like you, it. whatever it is that you right. think that you didn't like in yourself. Right. Change it and forget and forget about it and move on, and, and make right. that change. Yeah, and I, I love the fact of uh, relaxation techniques, and I love certain fragrances in my house. Uh, lavender mm. is one of my favorite, and I like to smell it all. It, it's so soothing, so relaxing uh, to have it uh, all about, about my house. And then you know what else is re- what is good for me mentally is that a clean house. A clean when the housekeeper leaves. I mean, it, everything is so fresh and so. Don't you feel good when your house is all cleaned up? Yeah, absolutely. And it's smelling uh-huh, fresh. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hudson. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I get. I get it. <laughs> Anxiety for 
anything. Once again, yeah. that's a mental health issue. Go ahead. Well, well, here's when I when we grew, when I grew up. Okay. I, I remember basically uh, they, they tell people they say, you know what? If you talk to yourself, you're crazy, right? And so, and so basically, so I spent you know, growing up. Like I spent a lot of time trying not to, you know, try trying to keep my mind blank. Now, <laughs> you know, so no, this is what I heard. It's okay to talk to yourself, just don't answer yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but see, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm trying to this. I'm trying to this. Anyway, when, when, when people, <laughs> when, when people walk in, when people are walking, I tell them, I say, look, uh-huh. I say, don't, I say, don't use no headphones. Don't, I say, just walk and just let yourself talk. Listen, see what you're talking about. Listen, see what you're talking about. A lot of people are scared to listen at themselves. They don't want to hear it. They're scared to listen. I hear you. And so that's exactly. And so it's that crazy because they – why? Because they scared. <laughs> they, it's fear. You know, oh, man, I don't want to hear what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm just what? saying that, you know, <laughs> we need to be willing to listen to ourselves. And if you do, exactly. you know, you'd be a lot better off. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. The answer is wow. within. Within you. The, the answer, answer is within, within. you. Exactly. Yeah. Which means that you control you and not yes. allow someone else to control you, right? Yes. 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 I agree. Yes. Exactly. And, and, and look here, and, and look here, and folks say, well, you know, I got to love, you know, I, you know, hey, look, I love you more than me. Now, first of all, they lying, okay? <laughs> they don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is this. Y'all are this tonight. Like, first, first of all, I'm telling you. <laughs> Because you can't love nobody else. You, if you don't love yourself, you can't, how are you going to love me? And you don't love that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's you can't give what you don't have. That's true. That's wrong. No, I can't that's give true. what you don't have. Well, so, it's just so, like, so, so it's somebody just like come can't... take. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. It, 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 and you're 100% correct because you, mm. you can't even take care of someone else physically until you take care of yourself physically first. Exactly. Right? Right, 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 exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. you know, I tell people, 49 can't help 50. <laughs> you know, well, I need to talk well, to 48, say, I need to talk to 48 or 40, yeah, I need to talk to 40, 45, somebody, but not, but, 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 but not 49, because, you know, you're right next, now. Nah, nah, you can't help me, sure, <laughs> you need sure. help too. Well, I, yeah. uh, there you go. Well, you know, they say that uh, that the fear of death is a normal thing, uh, but you cannot allow uh, that to cripple you or paralyze you to the point where you cannot function uh, as it's, an individual. That's the part no, that no, fear is death, not normal. No fear, no, fear of death is normal in some cultures. Some cultures is not. True. It, it, it's not. True. It's, it's a different thing. That's it's true. just a different thing. I agree. You know, agree. You know in, in our culture, we've been taught to be afraid to die. And again, remember now, that was part of the slave culture too, right? You know, like, yeah, hey, I mm-hmm. kill you. Mm-hmm. You, that, you know, so I'm saying that was part of that too, right? You know, so I'm saying that. Right. But, but some cultures, 
you know, it's not like that. It's it's a, it's a whole other thing. That's what I'm just saying. Right, it's been on right. the culture. Right. Well, you, we can we can go by that uh, by saying that we remember people getting in an airplane and flying into the building on nine eleven uh, because they thought that that was the thing to do for them to prepare for death. We know that, right? Yes. They right. they blow up. They blow themselves up. Uh, because right. yeah. that's the thing to do in order to get you know, to the other bombs, side. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Suicide bombs. Bombs. And, yeah, and, you know, and but, but if, you believe, if you believe in the scripture, what does the scripture say, uh, Dr. Carr? That, I mean, you, if you can't ask for forgiveness, you've killed yourself. That, you know, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah. 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 What's going on with Dr. Hagney? Is he okay? I hadn't. Um, didn't hear from him this week. He normally will send us a message to okay. uh, to let us know, but I didn't get a message from him today, which is very okay. unusual uh, that we don't get a message mm-hmm. from him. And I don't think Miss Rihanna got a, a message uh, today. Okay. So, uh, there, so we, thank you for reminding. We'll we'll check on him and see uh, see what's going on. I want I want to uh, to actually make an announcement of a uh, event that's happening here in Tyler, Texas, and that's this coming Saturday. I'm actually going to be honored by this organization, and so I'm going to pull it up, and it's, it's actually um, a boxing that's a, a big boxing uh, contest or whatever. Let me just pull it up and then I will yeah, pull it up. read it. Pull it up. Yes. Right. So, okay. It's a, <laughs> let's see here. Cause I have to do a proclamation. It's a holiday with our heroes, a salute to the service of the veterans of the armed forces. And it's going to be two special uh, events. That's going to go on. It's December the 9th at 3 PM. where over 25 oh. exciting amateur boxers will be here in Tyler, Texas. Oh, so you're not going to – okay, so you won't be at the you, you won't be at the Black Caucus Gala Sunday? I know. <laughs> Are you going, Mr. Arthur? Yeah, I'm going to be – I'm talking about is Saturday. And so us girls oh, okay, were supposed good. to be – yeah, this is Saturday. Okay, you us said girls December were supposed 9th. to head well, down to Austin. Uh, it is December the 9th. 9th. That's sat- yeah, Saturday is December the 9th. Is that set? Let me see here. Let me see here. And, this, yeah, and it, that it, one is Sunday, I believe. The gala is Sunday, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my ticket. I got my ticket, so. You already got your ticket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, how much was uh, your yeah, ticket? You got your ticket? The 50, I don't. Uh, free, uh, free, 50, free your NAACP. Your, your NAACP. Okay, Gary Bessel sent out an email to the NAACP president, so your NAACP president should be able to print you out a ticket. Okay. Oh, if she if she if she you know I'm if, sure. if a, I'll a have to see if she's going or not. So so uh, they did he provide did he pay for those tickets or did we pay for the tickets? No, these are tickets that they these tickets that the that, that, that state got. president yeah right. yeah got to he, he got a, a a bunch of tickets to pass out to, to sure. his members. Sure, for the, his members, so, I got uh, you. Okay, I'll reach uh-huh, out. To yeah, her so tomorrow. so just reach out to her and see. Uh, and if not, if not, let me know. I, I see if I can okay. see if I can, can get you a ticket. Yeah, because uh, we we're talking about a group of us uh, girls. We're talking about sharing 
uh, space in Austin and stay overnight until Monday morning. Because are you staying over or are you coming back to Dallas? Well, uh, well, I don't know. There's going to be a bunch of y'all staying up. I might have to stay to keep y'all company. (laughs) 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 What are you going to do with him, Dr. Carr? I guess we have to just keep him. (laughs) I I think we're going to have to leave him off the chain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm he's certainly off the chain tonight. <laughs> oh gosh, this has been outstanding. Yeah, you know, y'all I do that. We do it to you. Y'all have me. Y'all have me doing that, and then y'all go sit there and look at him. Y'all don't want to have me do that. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, 82, that's that. So the uh, amateur boxing champions are veterans, and so uh, I I guess that's why why they decided that they needed to honor me since I'm a veteran, and so I'll be there for that. I'll do it when I get off from you great gentlemen tonight. I'll do a proclamation and present it to those uh, holiday heroes. So that should be, be, yes, that should be fun. 25 uh, amateur boxers will be in the city uh, during that, uh, having that tournament on this Saturday. So I guess I got to work to head toward uh, Austin after I get finished. I have to swing a ride, uh, set me an airplane ride uh, down there uh, Mm. uh, and have Mr. Mr. Arthur to come pick me up uh, from the airport in Austin. (laughs) What time are you getting down there? What time you get down there? Well, I got. I, I need to make some reservations, and uh, yeah. so maybe I should fly out yeah. on Sunday morning. Fly out on Sunday morning. You going down on Sunday morning, right? Uh uh. Well, well, well. Sunday sometime. I don't know about in the morning. Now, Sunday, dang it! So the, the thing well, is, Sunday like sometime. Five o'clock. Yes, yeah, it's five o'clock. Yeah, that evening. Uh, the Cowboys right. game started at six o'clock, so I, I have to sneak oh, a peek every now and then. Oh my goodness! How are you going to you going to listen with your telephone, right? Well, speaking of telephone, gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in our chat because it's what 9:53. I'm gonna put in our chat uh, that I'm gonna be uh, on with uh, Dr. Kadar Prasad and Mr. Arthur came down, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Carr. We had um, and we'll finalize it with this, but we um, we had uh, Staff Sergeant. Shiloh Harris here in Tyler, Texas, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was it was great that Monday we had the veterans to come, and then we had a few more veterans to come back. Uh, Some of them came back that second day, enjoyed it so much. Mm -hmm. But um, Dr. Kazar uh, Prasad is an amazing Mm -hmm. scientist. He has developed and so many products, supplemental products and uh, and I've got this I'm working on my fourth week of taking uh, uh, these supplemental pro- uh, products and I've gotten rid of all the any of the other things that I was taking and mm. it's just something and, and Shiloh Harris who uh, who his Humvee drove his Humvee across a mine during the Iraq war blew up that that Humvee um, the only people that survived in that Humvee was, was Shiloh Harris and his driver. And he's had uh, um, almost, uh, well, he's had 
plus surgeries, mm. uh, and he looks amazing. I'm telling you. Uh, so we had him, and we had him in Lundstuhl, Germany, and then we had him in uh, Brook Army Medical Center in the burn unit there. And to see this gentleman now, uh, and what he looked like when all this happened to him, Dr. Carr is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's all I, I, I can tell yeah. you. And Mr. Arthur had the opportunity to meet him mm-hmm. and uh, get yeah, involved I can see, in the product. You know, the best part, the best parts was, was, was when he was when he uh, knocked his ears off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he has, uh, he, it, when that, when that mind I blew up, real, I it blew off both his ears, blew off his oh. nose, his, he burned on 35% of his body from his head all the way down below his knees. He had burned off all his hair and oh my goodness, um, he's a miracle child. That's all Absolutely. I can tell you. And, and like miracle child. Plus, mm. that's why I say we have the greatest health care system in the world. It's mm. just too pricey is what I see. Because right. that if you could have seen how this gentleman was badly burned, and he wouldn't have given a dime for his life. But Mr. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my products. I'm glad when they get here so I can go ahead and start, sure. I, 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 right. I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right. People are calling me today, and so I sent, I gave them a number, and I told them it's, it's business days, really, that you got to look at. So, actually, the, the products went in, the, the orders went in on, say, Wednesday morning, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And so today oh, it's been Monday, shipped. It's been shipped. Fourth. I know it's been shipped. Yeah, okay, it's been shipped. I know it's been shipped. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sure it has sure. been. I'm sure it has. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time with our postal system. It really does. But they get right to it. They yeah. get it. This, like I said, I'm beginning my fourth week, uh, Dr. Carr, and, uh, and and I go along with what Shiloh Harris said. He said, mm-hmm. I've been involved in a lot of good products, but this mm-hmm. is a great one. And I totally okay. agree. It's something okay. relaxing about I, I religiously get up in the morning and I've gotten all the supplements that I used to take. I don't take them anymore. I'm just focusing this, on this these supplements. Let me say that, He He's one of the best. Look here. He, he, and I told him, I said, man, I said, you want to, I said, you're the best looking burn burn victim I ever seen, you know, because he's ever, ever, you know, ever, yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know, he, 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 he like, smooth, he, 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 he you know, I'm going, I'm like, hey, man, you know, he, he's doing, keep yeah. it up, because you know, That's you know, right. you want to, you right. know. Um, and Doctor yeah, Carr, he so. may he may take his ears off and lay them on the table. He's got, but when he yeah, puts he that ears that. back on, he can hear. But he wow. take them off. And his ear. I mean, I'm telling you, he's a miracle child. That's all I can tell you. Yes, that's because uh, they 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 put him back together like a human being. If you're talking about 80 surgeries, mm-hmm. think about that. That's Just a lot of medical call. work. That's, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a lot. That's a lot of will to live. That's that's a lot of will to live. That's will to live. Exactly correct. A will to live. He has. Mm, he, and how about this, Dr. Carr? He had no children and no family at first. Now he has a wife and five children. Oh wow! Okay. Well, that's. Uh, and they're beautiful. 
That's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and and his son, outcome. his young young son, was travel travels with him and drives in. He lives in San Antonio now. Came okay. out of that burn unit in San Antonio and stayed right there. Where he, he was born in West Texas, so he actually is a Texan. One came okay. from a, a military mm-hmm. family and all that. But he, he, oh my God, you you have to you mm-hmm. have to meet him someday. You have to see well, him. Absolutely. So, He's got us hooked on When are you going to invite us down to your campaign down there? I, I at least want to make there it down there go. one time. And well, we, we got we, 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 at least one time. We'll be coming together this Friday at the uh, Mosaic Temple in uh, Little Rock, and I think things will kind of spring forth from there, so I'll keep you guys abreast of my movement yeah. and my dates and timelines and so forth and yeah. so we can get together yeah. on this end perhaps and do some things to accentuate our, our coming victory. Yeah. Absolutely. How you feel about your campaign so far? I mean, I mean like, what's the vibe like? I mean, well, how you feeling? I, I, I feel overwhelmed, and I feel <laughs> I feel blessed that I know y'all because I can call somebody and say, "Look, I'm afraid." Don't call me. Don't call me. Listen, yeah. let me tell you what. This, this is my final message to you. It's ten o'clock. Enjoy the ride because okay. think right. about this. Right. Putting the people, put the people first, and you're gonna be all right. Listen, well, you so. guys been listening. You've been listening to. Marvelous Monday, and it has been marvelous. I have thoroughly enjoyed my brothers, Dr. Carr and Mr. Arthur, always come with some brilliant knowledge. And just remember, people, uh, it's okay if you do have the fear of death, but talk to somebody about it. Don't allow it to cripple you or paralyze you, but you can't function on a day-to-day basis. You've been listening to Marvelous Monday, and we invite you to come right back here again on next Monday, and we wish the very best for our dear friend, uh, Dr. Carr, Dr. Odell Carr, in his quest to become our congressperson so that he can make sure that the greater good for all mankind in the United States of America is given, not just for some, for every single one of us. We look forward to being right back here again on next Monday. Be safe out there. Remember, COVID still exists. Wash your hands and do the things that you know you need to do in order to bypass COVID. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, Take everybody. Care. All right. Good night. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Glory, glory, oh, glory, glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. 
That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch. We gon' run with it now. Never look back. We done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads, heroes to become a hero. Facing the league of justice. His power was the people. Enemy is lethal. A king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day when the glory comes It will be Thank you, and good night. We'll see you next week, and be safe.